Hello and welcome to the On The Knob pod. We are back with our special Arkadetrion preview. I'm your host, Will Rooney, and this podcast is brought to you by onthenodsports.co.uk. Make sure you check it out for all the best betting tips and bookmakers offers out there. Today joining me is Henry Gibbs and they are international experts, Mr Paul Martin. And Paul, I believe that you uh, you had to trip over to Parry Longchamp a couple of years ago as you find that experience. Yeah, Joe, it was the first one. Um, you know, since so it was in Chantilly for a few years, weren't it, before they'd done a uh, Parry Longchamp up. So it was the first uh, it, it was the first year, it was the opens of the uh, brand new uh, you know, the new stand, etc. Um, so there was a few teething problems with it, weren't enough bars, weren't enough betting terminals, so it was carnage if you couldn't get a bet on, you had to do it on your phone. I saved the keys for the toilet and whatnot, but uh, I was speaking to someone who went last year and he said they've uh, learned from the mistakes of it today, far better experience. So I'll uh, have to try and get over again and try and right the wrongs. But I'll have to forgive them. It was the first one to be fair. So, but uh, just to stand and all that was stunning. Is that I was, and the facilities around because everywhere's in the one place. Uh, but yeah, I just have to go back now that they've uh, learned from the mistakes and uh, say it's properly, properly, truly enjoy it this time. And Henry, for you, favourite arc memory down the years? Oh, it's a tough one. Um, most heartbreaking moment was when Sia Class didn't get up um, under a very patient rab from the doiler. Um, I think Golden Horns winning the arc was pretty impressive from the from the wide stall. Impressive Frankie Dottori rad as usual. So uh, they're two that come to mind for, for different reasons. Superb stuff, Henry. Well, we will start with the showpiece affair, which is the pre-Arc de la Trion. And it's a, uh, it's a quite a tight betting heat, isn't it, lads? We've got uh, Adea, who is the, the nine, 11-4 to in some places' favourite. Tawana, 7-2 to for Dermot Wells. Hurricane Lane, 5-1. to one. Snowfall, can she bounce back? She's 5-1 to one and it's 10-1 to one bar. Henry, I'm going to come to you first on this one. Um, we've obviously seen Snowfall getting beat in York, and we've seen Tawana in that stunning Irish, uh, Irish champion stakes. Has that, has that changed your approach from when, I think it was before our York preview, um, you had a, a, a fairly strong fancy? Yeah, unfortunately, my strong fancy was wonderful tonight, who sadly will not be running. But in relation to Snowfall, um, I think the soft ground has to be a positive for her, given the fact that her best performance has arguably come on soft ground. She's going to have quite a lot to prove after last time out, as we know, but you can always forgive one bad run, and I'm sure the market vibes um, over the weekend will, will tell us a lot. Looking at O'Brien getting interviewed today, seems pretty pretty bullish that um, she's going to run a big race. Um, I think Chronogenesis will struggle on the ground. don't think that horse wants it soft. Um, I do think the market have got it right with the front three. I, I think they are pretty evenly matched. You've got a Diaru, who's an impressive derby winner, and he obviously backed that up, winning the King George, beating Miss Ruth, who's went on to flank that form since in the Jumont. Uh, ground won't be an issue for him either. He's won on soft, but I just, I've got a sneaky feeling that it'll be better suited to um, it's his two market principles in Tanawa and Hurricane Lane. With Hurricane Lane, his only defeat has come in the derby where he finished third behind the day. But it was a bit of a weird derby, as we know. 
um, a, a very strange race. You could argue the best horse did win that race, but I think they are pretty evenly matched. Hurricane Lane was impressive in the Irish Derby, staying on strongly, and then obviously he's won the St. Ledger, so um, the trip's not going to be an issue. He's won over one mile four, but winning over further, especially with the soft ground, he's going to be staying on strongly at the finish, but I, I do like Tanawa here. I think she's had the perfect preparation. She'll be peaking for, for, for this, really. This has been the number one target since the start of the season, and the ground's come good for her. Um, she obviously won the opera here last year, um, and that was on heavy ground, so um, the soft ground will be no problem. And I just think she's coming to the boil at the perfect time, where the likes of Hurricane Lane and the day are. They are very, very good horses, but they've had a lot of racing already, and I've, I presume them the main targets would have been for a day would have been the likes of the Derby, where it's not so much an afterthought, but. It's not been the number one thought from the start of the season. And I'd say the same with Hurricane Lane. So it's Tanawa for me in, in the air. Convincing case there. Henry, do you think the market's about right? Or is the, oh, sorry, come to you, Paul, actually. Do you think the market's about right? Or is there one in there you think, you know, what well, that's a little bit overpriced and what's your selection mainly? Yeah, it is the market that's got it right. Um, say, you can't knock Tanawa. Uh, the two good dolphin horses as well. Uh, out of the two good dolphin horses, I'd, I'd be back on Hurricane Lane. It is only if you could do a match bet, you'd probably get a match bet market uh, on the day. Uh, so I'd be half tempted to do that. Uh, I just think he's versatile. He stays further than this. Uh, he's got the cruising speed as well, as well as the first, the, arguably the better stayer. Um, with a day I, I do get horses to improve, but I, I just can't get out of my head that he did get the five thirds realm at the start of the season. You know, third realm hasn't pulled up on any trees. Granted, he's been uh, since then, but you know, there's chinks in the armour there. He's not invincible. So I'd be happy to take out of the top three to now where they are in Hurricane Lane. He'd be the one I'd be most happy to take on. Uh, as I say, with Tanawa, I love her. Arguably, my favourite horse in training. And I think she would have won that champion stakes, uh, but got carried off the line by Arkansas. He was the best horse in Europe before he retired. It's uh, no secret what Suey's going to do. He's going to drop it out of the back and then press the turbo button and try and pick them all off at the end. Uh, only one gripe I'd have with it, and what's stopping me putting it up is, say, Henry touched on it, the forecast that's lower ground. Slower ground. Uh, I don't know if it's going to blunt the jets a little bit, uh, so for a closing kick. So that would be the reason that I'd, uh, again, I'd love it to win. As, say, to, just to preface all this, it's just an absolute brilliant renewal this year, and it's happily watching it about the best. Uh, but I said the betting podcast, and if I was going to have a bet, I'd put up the Japanese Mercedes of Genesis. Again, granted to take Henry's point, she's not going to love uh, the, the soft ground. She did win on Yelding in Japan, but again, Yelding in, J- in Japan compared to soft in France is probably night and day. Uh, so that's a slight negative on her, but at uh, a 10 to 1, say, obviously I like the international stuff, but I'm not hugely clued up on the Japanese form, but there's just two pieces that catch my eye. She ran three quarters of a length behind Almadai, who's an absolute superstar. Again, she's retired now, but she's been the darling of Japan racing for the last three or four years, so she ran her very close. And then in the Golden Shima over in Dubai in March, uh, she ran three quarters of a length behind, sorry, a neck, beg your pardon, behind Mishri. Uh, so that kind of tells you where you're at with it. Just in that race as well, she again, she was hampered by her air compatriot, so uh, if you ran the race again, she might have ran it down, but uh, 
kind of miss it, no more than himself. So uh, she's rating up one two one, so she's banging there. The only one she's behind is a day I think he's up one two seven. Uh, the booking of the machine uh, is always a positive. Uh, say the Metro won't be coming over, so uh, assuming it's a, a very uh, adequate substitute. And with the market open, just given how quality the race it is, uh, at double figures, uh, I think she can go one better than Barbara and uh, in Japan too do, but she's going to need the career best to do so. But 10 to 1 on the uh, Japanese chrono genesis. There's been an awful lot of money, obviously, in Japan for chrono genesis, Paul, and we know how much Japan want to win this race. Does that not put you off that maybe it is a little bit short in the price, or do you think it's about fair? I think it's about to say, I thought it might have been a little bit shorter there. Again, granted, you've got to respect the market. I was not pushed it out a bit, but say, Mishrif, Holm and I, you know, she's held her own against them, so she's definitely not out of place in this field and tend to want to more. Again, because it's such a good renewal, I was watching about the bet, but uh, tend to want, tempting me to, uh, to wade into the water, but I'll only probably be going waist high. Good stuff, lads. Well, Tanara for Henry and Chromo Genesis for Paul. Right, lads, we'll go back to the very start of the card then. Uh, what, a, what a cracking day of action. Two great days of action, to be fair. We're just focusing on the Sunday. So we'll go to the opening races, the pre-Michel Marcel Boussac. And we have a very short favourite in Rasslet. Paul, what do you think? Can, can uh, Andre Favre's two-year-old filly get favourite backers off to a good start? Or would you be looking to, to take it on? Yeah, I know Fabi doesn't talk them up that much, and he's been saying she's she only had the two runs, and if she's he's already saying she's possibly up there the best he's uh, he's ever trained. Red Sutton as well, they're already looking at the arc next year, so that tells you what regard the uh, hold that in. Like I say, he's not one to talk them up that much, so if he's going on there with this uh, hyperbole, then obviously you've got to respect her. Say five to four. Uh, uh, again, more on reputation, but she, she was uh, very impressive on her second run, uh, green on her first one, and then come on here to win her second one. But five to four, I'm happy to look elsewhere. They say the two year old fillies beat, uh, beat each other. Um, so I'll have a uh, small go on Ace Ali for another Frenchman, Francois Henri Graffard. He's uh, got beat, or she got beat, thank you, pardon, on debut, but now it's uh, two clubs for the last two. Uh, she beat the boys in a group three at the start of the month, where one wasn't fancy to talk. I think she's about 25, 30 odds to one in that one, but uh, won it nicely. Line of form in there, she beat Godolphin's New Science. Uh, so that's not a bad race, she's not been running in some decent races over here. Uh, she's won on heavy, so forecast the ground shouldn't be a problem. And the Grafayard, granted, they haven't had many runners, but they're uh, firing them in, they're over 30% at the moment. Uh, when I was writing up, I said no prices, but I've just checked then. I uh, thought she'd be about third to fourth in the bet, and then uh, sure enough, she's fifth. Uh, I think she's about 10, 12 to one. So, say, respect the favourite, could be anything, but I'll go with the, uh, I'll, I'll go with Basin Ali at a bigger price. Henry, will you be uh, looking to lump on the favourites and get you off to a good start, or will you, like Paul, be looking elsewhere? Yeah, I think Paul's hit the nail on the head with. These two-year-old fillies, you could probably find a better five-to-four shot if, that, if that's your your type of a thing. I wouldn't really want to be going in on such a short price favourite on the first race on Sunday. I think there's there's plenty of other better. Good stuff, lads. Well, we'll go on to a couple of the other races on the uh, on the Sunday then. Predil Opera, Henry, as you say. Tarnawa won it last year. Is there uh, another sort of Tarnawa type horse in this race, do you think? 
Um, definitely not, to be honest. I don't think this, again, I don't think this is the strongest renewal. You've got Adora, who's the 11-4 favourite for James Fanshawe, and she's been a little bit underwhelming this season, you'd have to say. She, she was impressive as a four-year-old last season, and I'm sure big things were expected of her going into this season, but she's, she's come unstuck in three, three runs this season, albeit she was only beating a short head last time out. Um, but at 11-4, to 4, at the time of recording, she, she wouldn't be for me. Joan of Arc has been really disappointing, hasn't she? She was last of seven last time out at Longchamp, and prior to that, she was a well-fancied, Favourite at Goodswoods, where she was beaten comfortably by Lady Beaufort. Um, so the one I've landed on is is Grand Glory. Um, I just can't understand this price. To be honest, she's she's seven to one, and she beat the favourite last time out. Where she looked to get a bit stuck in running, and she stayed on strongly to get up on the line and. She's now won her last two starts, arguably coming into it in the form of a life where the favourites has got a point to prove and you're getting seven to one for Grand, grand Glory. And I just think there's too much of a difference in the price there. So I think she, she'd she be my play in this race at seven to one. And Paul, any uh, strong fancy for you? No, I'd actually just echo what Henry said. It's a piss poor and you look at them, you look at some of their previous winners, Wild Illusion, Rhododendron, Colbert Love, Tanawa last year. It's a bit of an underwhelming renewal this year. Uh, Adaya, yeah, she's the right path, uh, probably the best horse in the race, but like Henry said, that's been overly impressive this season. Again, there's, there's not unlike anywhere near Tanawa in it to beat it last year, so got a little bit easier this year, but I'll take a chance there. Uh, uh, again, similar to my arc selection, uh, I, I love me international, but uh, Germany's not really somewhere where I have the study as I on. So, enough um, with the form, it could, could be anything. But uh, this this one here, Palmer for Andreas Waller, the uh, top German trainer. Uh, she's unbeaten in three runs and won the German uh, Oaks in her last run uh, with the absolute ease. Won it pulling away, and they couldn't pull it up at the line. Won it by about six or seven lengths. Now, granted, she could be beating absolutely trees in there. Yeah, I have no idea what, what the report visually on the eyes is very, very impressive, and the clock weren't too bad. Uh, not really a fear in here. She gets a few pounds, uh, like some of the others being a three year old, and eight to one in a bit of an underwhelming contest. I'll, I'll take a swing on it. Could be after, it could be an absolute yard dog beating, but. Did, 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 uh, on the eye test, did they uh, catch my eye when I was uh, looking into this race? So, 8 to 1, uh, the Andreas Waller, Chilean Palmas. Tough lads, we're going to the Pre de la Abbey then, lads. And Swayze is your 9 to 4 favourite. That's a impressive winner. Goodswoods, Glass Slippers, 5 to 1. Winter Power, 6 to 1 after after the win in the uh, in the num fourth at York and eight to one bar. Paul solved this one for us. It's always I always find it hard this race because there's so many horses have been running all season long and you don't know who's over the top or not. Exactly. I do I don't think I've backed the winner in, in this race. It's just an absolute minefield. The Tash used to go off didn't near a uh, short price fab ever and it's looked as line. So it is a bit of a uh, pin sticker one. Um so uh, I'll go through it. Emma Arciana, I think here that's better over six. Uh, looks a different horse this year, granted. Uh, but over there, six is where, where that, that's impressed me the most. 
Um, Dr. Glass Slippers, this will be the main target for her, so she'll be trained to the minute for it. Uh, Schweiss is another horse that I love, but she's very, very, very frustrating. So I don't need conquers on her at Ascot. Uh, let it go at yeah, Goodwood when it hacked up, and then went back to the well again at York where uh, it ran a stinker. So, uh, again, one of them I'd like to see a win, but uh, I'll, I'll have to give it a wide berth. Again, similar to the Phillies that we mentioned in the Marcel Bussard, the two-year-old Phillies, with these sprinters, if you run it 10 times, you'll probably get 10 different results. Obviously, it's not the case when you have, like, the aforementioned Batash when he's on song or blue points, uh, but there's absolutely nowhere near that calibre in this. Uh, for example, Winter Power, uh, Hackett's in the number fourth, then goes over to Ireland for the uh, Flying Five, and then only beats for the own, you know, with no excuses, same ground, same distance. So, uh, they are, they can beat each other. Uh, so, uh, on that logic, I'm going to take an absolute wild swing on Fredaro. I think it's about 40 to 1. Uh, I think it can hit the frame here. Just the argument is with it that they're all running against each other. Uh, for example, this one here, Ben Eel, he's 8 to 1. Uh, now, Fredaro's beat that. So, they're 2 1 this season. And Mr. Benal's beat, uh, beat it twice, and Fredaro's got one up. But if that's eight to one, then I can't see why Prodaro's five times the price of forties. Uh, it's absolutely exposed, ran about twenty times, so there's no secrets to it. You're not going to get any improvements. Uh, but I just think, as I say, on a race where you can just take an absolute punch, uh, I think it's a daft price of forties, and so you'll probably get some extra places on the day. Wouldn't surprise me at all if it makes the frame. So it's a uh, rank out. I think the second to last out, there's a hundred to one shot in there, but uh, Fredaro's the next, uh, the last one in the betting after that. So uh, you don't have to pay much for 40s to find out, but say not, not really catching my eye. So I'll, uh, I'll take the swing on Fredaro each way of 40s, try and get an extra place in the career, nick some uh, consolation place money. Henry, are you going to take the same tack here? You- you're just going to look through the horse and think, you know what, that one's overpriced. And in a five-fly-along sprint, I may as well be on, on any of these. So a big price is better than going on going on a shorty. Yeah, um, this race, as good as a race it is, it can often get pretty messy, can't it? And the camera angles certainly don't help. Every time I watch this race, you never seem to know what's going on because it's like they have beginners um, working the old cameras. But... Um, yeah, Swayze at nine to four wouldn't be for me just based on the fact that she's likes to be held up off the pace, and it, it, like I said, it can get messy. Um, in regards to glass slippers and Emiratiana, I couldn't trust Kevin Ryan. He's not a trainer. I think is very good to put it bluntly. Um, I certainly wouldn't expect Emiratiana to back up a win last time out. Winter Power is interesting. Um, if if you are. If you do like Winter Power, it'd be a win-only selection because likely either win or bomb out and may well get their own way out in front. But again, six to one wouldn't be for me. The one I've landed on, um, unfortunately not as big a price as Paul's, but it's a um, romantic proposal for Eddie Lanham. We all know Eddie's very good with the sprinters and, and she's put, arguably put up a career best last time out winning where she won the Flying Five at the Cutter, which is obviously a competitive Group 1 sprint, and she travels strongly throughout that race, and she's she's often found wanting for um, for pressure, but on that occasion, she seemed to really stay on strongly, and, and she, she won pretty, pretty decisively, I thought, and did look the best horse in that race, and 
she she is consistent. She's been top three in her last five starts. Now um, she'll get a nice strong pace. She, I don't think she'll sit right at the back, but she'll sit in mid div and hopefully come with that late burst. And I think it will help that she is a strong tr- strong traveller. She has one on soft ground as well, so that's another tick in the in the box. And hopefully she can just get the gaps at the right time. And um, she's one of them nine to one. You're happy to play a horse at nine to one and take the chance that she gets the gaps where taking the likes of Swayze. Arguably, she's obviously a better horse, but for me, it's not worth the risk at nine to four when you can play romantic proposal each way at nine to one. So uh, she's the one I've landed on in this. I'm bringing the curtains down on the Tuesday meeting. It's, five, it's the five o'clock foray, uh, seven fair long race, group one. It's a funny, funny race this, isn't it, Henry? Because there's no real group one programme for for seven fair long horses. Space Blues, one last time out at York. He's your, your two to the one favourite. Um, do, do you think he can step up for Charlie Appleby and win this race? Yeah, I do. Well, to be honest, I think Space Blues is... Definitely the most talented horse in this race. And again, as good as the, the arc is on Sunday, and some of the, there is obviously great racing all day, but again, this is a bit of an underwhelming renewal, in my opinion, given it's arguably the only Group 1 over seven fairlongs where you see the, the best horses come together. Um, you've got like Group 2s and things like that at Goodswood, but you'd expect a better lineup for, for this, to be honest. With You've got Duhail in there for Fab. I think he's pretty exposed. We've struggled to get his head in front, and he, he wouldn't be one. I'd be happy to place my hard in cash on at around a 6-1 to one mark. And then you look at some of the others in, in here. You've got the likes of Thunder Moon, who you'd probably she's he's eleven to one. You'd probably want a thousand to one, given it just doesn't look like he's trained on at all as a three-year-old. Kim Ross would certainly be one that you'd fear if you were to play Space Blues. He, he, he'll relish the, the the soft ground and. Had a nice break, comes here fresh, won well at Haydock and Goodswood earlier in the season. But I just think Space Blues is definitely the best horse in the race. And he bounced back to form at York last time out, winning well. And I just think he's coming to the boil at the right time now. Um, at Goodswood, he was a big drifter on the day, two starts back. And obviously, Connections knew that he'd need the run. So he got pretty close there, but he's obviously gone on and um, followed that up next time out. and. I think he can go on and, and uh, win this again. Seven fairlongs is a perfect trip. And the only slight concern I'd have is the, the ground. Um, he wouldn't want it very soft, but he has one and good to soft here at Longchamp. So um, hopefully his class can see him over the line today. Paul, do you reckon the Space Blues, if anyone is in trouble, can get them out of this in the uh, in the final race? Yeah, he's a worthy favourite, but I just echo the concerns about the grounds. I know I think he's won once on here. Ground where there's a bit of cut in it, but most of us wins are on their firmer surfaces. So uh, I'd be happy to take it on. I, I think in Ross will take it. Uh, seem to be turning into a seven fairlong specialist like Space Blues. You know, that's a trip seven fairlongs since he's been getting older. It uh, wasn't quite quick enough for six fairlongs, and he's not quite as good. It's the slightly uh, longer trip than my own. Uh, two from two over the distance this season. Uh, best of performance was in the Lennox. Uh, 
found a bit of trouble, got boxed in. But then when the gap, small little gap appeared and he showed the brave attitude, brave attitude uh, got through the tight gap and then it helped them all off, including Space Blues. It's probably better with a bit of juice in the ground, which he's hopefully going to get. And in turn, that's hopefully, hopefully blunts uh, Space Blues' turn of foot, which is his main asset. Been put away for this since August, but he's won off a break before a couple of times, so not too bothered about fitness. Don't think that'll be an issue. Uh, he'll be put Ross Ryan back up on it. I think he's a superb pilot. Uh, say Sumion will be riding the uh, Aga car, so it'll be uh, Ross Ryan auditory. Um, so uh, I, I just like Ryan to be back on it, though. I think Sixes is a great bet. The only danger would be that speaking of the devil. He was a real mudlark, so if the heavens do open, I'd be worried about speaking of the devil. But no, I'm quite strong on Kim Ross for this. I think he can take his group one. Kim Ross to pull off an upset then in the final race of the meeting. Well, before the Sunday, lads, there's a superb day of action on Saturday. Group one's a wash as well. Um, Paul, have you got any main fancies for the... Uh, the aperitif before the Arc de Triomphe? Uh, the, the appetizer, the snails for the air starters, if you will. Um, say it's only, it's only really look at the Cadron, uh, say the, uh, the, the stairs, say the two mile four. Uh, with the weather, it's going to favour the top two in the bet, and which is Sushan and Princess Zoe. I uh, think Sushan just went to favour the last time I looked, so a little bit of money coming for it. Uh, the only ones that we, you know for sure are going to get the two for is obviously Princess Zoe and Stadivarius, and then Call the Wind for Freddy Head. Uh, when Call the Wind won it, though, the ground was a bit firmer, so uh, I'd have question marks about that at the extreme shift with the air, uh, with, with the, the ground, just uh, given last when it did win it, it was firmer. Uh, they say Stadivarius is better on a quicker service, and that. But there are performances where he's, where he's looked really good on background, so I don't necessarily, but uh, and I'm not concerned by the ground with him, but I just don't think he's the uh, same this year. Uh, this is probably being Princess Zoe's main target, and she just ran okay in a couple of uh, prep races in the lead up to it, particularly in the goal call. Uh, but I just think Stuchan's the one here, I think uh, where he's going to play shine and get his group one. It's his first goal out two mile four, but it looked like the longer the trip, the better for it. So in that Google Cup, it looked for a little bit of moment, it was in trouble, it was a little bit outpaced. Uh, but then when Stamina came to the fore, it rallied, seemed to get better the further he go, and it was going away at the line. So uh, I think two mile fours right up the trip. One on heavy, hasn't got that many miles on the clock compared to some of these. Uh, it beats some nice sorts. If you go back through its form, search for a song, Hamish, Withhold. He'll have the other Doyle on board, James Doyle, so that's not really a negative way uh, with Polly being suspended. Uh, but I think uh, two to one, I think he's the best here uh, to get to the uh, festivities started with a winner. So uh, just two shots on the Saturday. Not very original, but I think it's a solid choice. That's all right. Getting you a bit of money, doesn't it? I, uh, I won't be complaining about that. Henry, anything for you on the Saturday? Yeah, well, the only one I put down was Trucian himself. Um, arguably, when Trucian gets his conditions, he, he seems to to win. And I, again, I don't know if we have seen the best of him. He's 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 a horse that that when he gets the soft ground, he, he he does look really impressive. And, and hopefully, one year he does get to to run in a a gold cup on on his beloved soft ground because uh, I think he deserves to to get his opportunity and I, I just think in this race Trishan's going to sit near the near the front of the 
of of the race basically is either gonna be leading or he'll sit just off where Stradivarius and Princess Zoe are gonna be mid divisions are held up and I just I just can't see them going past Trushan. Um I just think track position will be key in this race and I think he'll get first run on his two market rivals and I just don't know on two mile four on on soft ground. I just can't see Stradivarius is turning a foot going past Trushan and I think Princess Zoe might be a little bit too far back because she'll be likely held up at the back. So just more on track position, I think Trushan will uh, be very tough to beat. Um, and then one quick mention, we've got a crack and race at Gowland Park, 3.20 on Saturday, where we see the return of Queen Mother Champion Chase when I put the kettle on, which I'm sure is going to excite a lot of listeners. So just a quick mention for that because... I'm sure that's going to whet plenty of, of appetites on Saturday. Indeed, it will. It's easy to forget, isn't it? In the uh, in the midst of the flat action, but not long until the, the jumps are back. Right, lads, superb stuff. I'm going to get your naps and next best bets for the uh, weekends. Henry will uh, will give you the floor here. Yeah, my naps do not have an absolute clue what's going on in the Abbey due to them silly camera angles. But uh, from a horse selection, my, my nap would have to be Trushan on the Saturday. Um, like I said, I just think, given the conditions and track position, he's going to be very tough to beat. And on Sunday, um, my nap will come in the arc with Tanawa. I think uh, she'll show just exactly what she's made of. So it um, could be a nice little double that, actually. And Paul, for yourself? Yeah, I'll uh, napkin Ross in the foray. And then uh, my MB a little bit bigger. I'll go uh, Acer Ali for Grappa and the uh, Marcel Boussard. Excellent stuff, lads. Well, that's been our Arctic 3 on preview. You've been listening to the On The Nod pod. Make sure you deliver you, uh, you go to our Twitter page at On The Nod podcast, where we have a competition run where you can win two tickets for Cheltenham's uh, showcase meeting, which is in October. All you have to do is, is like and retweet the tweet to, uh, to enter. Make sure you visit otnsports.co.uk where we have all our horse racing tips as well as football and golf tips uh, and all the best bookmaker offers around. I've been your host, Will Rooney, joined by Henry Gibbs and Paul Martin. And hopefully you'll be listening to us again soon. Goodbye.